Got it. Here we go. The John Curley Sherry Elliger Show on a Friday. And I understand we already have a contestant. Well, they know it all quiz coming in all the way from Thailand. So bad blood between Sherry and myself yesterday, and I tried to call and grovel and ask for her forgiveness. So um, she comes in. Let's all be nice. Okay. She can sing the song. She wants to sing the song that she wrote. Um, apparently, she was working in the garden one day, went into the house, hadn't showered, got caught up doing other stuff. And then her husband had mentioned something. Hey, I like the way you stink. And then she stopped right away, got a guitar, and Sherry, come on in. Ah! Real hard out on the barbed wire range. She's doing great. And when I start to sweat, everybody for I really work up the stands. Come on, Sherry. But I don't have to worry, nor wear no dress of pain. Cause I know my man, he loves me when I stain. Yeah. He loves me okay. when I stain, when I'm working in. Great job. I know you had like six more verses and we just got to get into the show, but thank you, Sherry. Great start to the show, you stinky so, one. Yeah, so glad you like it. <laughs> I thought it was really good. All right, Dominic. All right, all president accounted for, all here, and where's uh, Teeny? Teeny! Oh, what Joe, a shame she's Teeny? missing. I think I, I, her. I think I saw her in the break room with Nate. Okay, you know what? Hold on. Sherry, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, darn. She <laughs> might be missing. I'm so upset. There's a there's a poll on Instagram right now as to whether or not her she should be she should keep her job given what's taken place this week. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. I mean she has lots okay, and lots all of set. problems. Ready to go. Here we yeah. go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Um Kate Stone's gonna come by just a little bit and uh at three thirty three. We're gonna find out what's happening with Brian Hayward's initiatives, plus also um, we'll find out what the wish list is for the Seattle City Council. Why are you looking at me like that? What happened? Uh, she's fine. She's uh, I've, um, she's uh, fine. We're going to... She's all right. Is she- about her. She's fine. Yeah, Nate had her. We're good. All right. Uh, let's see. Also, um, what the City Council would like. I, I bet their guests, their wish list is uh, probably more police or something like that. So... <clears throat> okay, why are you looking at me like that? Sherry? Is she okay? She's fine. She's. Uh, I got a chance to sort of let her know, hey, the show started. We'd like to be a little more professional next time. <laughs> this is a sort of a thing that's going on. By the way, it's a weird... It's a, This shouldn't be a public thing, but it is. She is, quote-unquote, on the bubble, as they said. So, Sherry, um, just letting you know that things might not be working out for Teeny, especially what just happened there in the break room. So, What happened? I found her sitting there with Nate, talking to Nate. We're on the air. I had a reminder in order to encourage her. I wanted her to kind of just, you know how she is with Nate. So I thought, well, I'll cool her off a little bit. Anyway, let's get going. The one and a 12-year-old and a 13-year-old. Oh, my goodness gracious. What do you know? Um, deciding, well, let's see. I could stay home and study, get extra credit for the test. Maybe I could do some volunteering for some various uh, nonprofits. Perhaps I would also like to help my mom and dad around the kitchen. Do some odds and ends, you know, for allowance. Or do I want to get my gun, my favorite gun, and go out and carjack somebody? What time of day did this happen? Hmm? Any idea? I think we I think we have some audio. We on do. Let's see. Like, yes. Stop! 
Seattle police shared this wild video of them trying to chase down two carjacking suspects. This all started near Aurora and 85th Street on Tuesday night. That's where we find Kyra 7's Briseido. What time was it? Tuesday night. Suspects. Go. This all started near Aurora and 85th Street on Tuesday night. Uh -huh. That's where we find Kyra 7's Briseida Holgan. Hey, Briseida, the age of these two suspects is the most unnerving part of this whole thing. It truly is shocking, Gary. Both pol police arrested a 12 and 13 year old. Now both of them are facing a list of charges. As you guys mentioned, the madness started not too far from here. Tuesday evening around 830, police oh, say a woman called, stating she was carjacked at gunpoint. Then about an hour later, officers were called about an attempted carjacking in the Bitter Lake neighborhood. The victim told police he refused to give the suspects anything Thing, and that's when one of them fired a, fired a shot into the air. Wait a minute. I thought kids weren't allowed to have guns. Uh, make a note, uh, uh, Andrew. Write that down. Uh, they need to write a new law that kids are not allowed to have guns. I'll, I'll let Inslee know. You put it in the book. All right, moving on. Police chased the suspects and were able to pin the car down near downtown Seattle. Watch as the 12 and 13-year-old jump out of the car. Police point out... Jump out of the car with the guns still in. They still have their guns. That both of them have guns. Yeah. And after a short chase, they're arrested. John, please stop! Let me see your hands! Get on the ground now! By the way, I just say this. For those people who think, oh, what do you do using curse words? A friend of mine is a cop, served for 22 years. I said, why do you guys always do that? He said, because I don't want to hurt somebody. And I have to use those words so that they know I am deadly serious. I don't want you to die. I don't want to die. So I'm using those words to be as forceful as I possibly can. You know, show me your blanking hands, blah, 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 you blank and blank. He said, you, you, you just, you, it's a command and it's as forceful as you possibly can be because you don't want to hurt them and you don't want to get hurt. So that's why they do it. I mean, oh, the, the person's disrespectful or the police is not civil. No, it's because you're trying to save a life, either yours, especially theirs and yours, because both are at risk. So that's why they do that. So if anybody's offended by that police officer using foul language, that's why. I see your hands! Get on the ground now! Get on the ground! Both kids are facing a number of charges, including robbery, unlawful possession of a firearm, and eluding police. Now, stay with us. We'll keep you updated on this story. We're looking into when those two kids will be in court. Good Lord. Not the, for long until <laughs> let them out. By the way, here's the crazy thing. In the state of Washington, you can hold the parents responsible. They can find them. They can grab them. You can do that. Every state in the United States has these laws where the parents then are part of the problem, especially if they're below a certain age. It is in the state of Washington, but you're never going to see the parent get drawn into this sort of stuff. It's going to go right on through the way they just normally push this stuff through. And it's going to get worse. Here's my prediction. It gets worse, and here's why. Um, today, Governor Inslee announced the appointment of Nicholas B. Straley to the King County Superior Court. He's appointed to replace uh, Judge Mary Roberts. Good lady, good judge, who retired from the bench effectively January 17th, 2024. Here's what had said. <clears throat> this is, I think, uh, about a year ago, two years ago, a year ago maybe. Shirley believes, quote, perception out there that crime is running out of hand. And then, close quote, it's also contributing to harsher sentences from judges. Quote, I think that perception is not accurate. And that perception and the judges are aware of that 
and they adjust the sentence accordingly, close quote. So this is Straley, who's now a judge appointed by uh, Inslee. So he's the King County Superior Court judge. So he his idea is that crime's not necessarily out of control. This is a year ago um, or two years ago. You could look at what's out of control then. It's out of control now. And that the perception, as far as he was concerned as an attorney, that the judges are taking that into consideration and perhaps they might be, you know, over um, charging for sentencing or something. So he's going to make sure as a judge, he steps in there and creates the right kind of balance, Mm. by the way. So there you go. And that's also the guy that wanted when COVID was going on, the whole lockdown garbage, he wanted a bunch of prisoners to be let out of the prison because he said constitutionally wasn't fair. You know, you can't get the six foot distance. So he fought harder on that. And Inslee pushed back on it, but uh, that's what he wanted to have. So now he's a judge. So he's going to go better or worse. I'm going to vote worse. Well, it all depends what you consider to be good or bad, right, Sherry? We can't have those values right. in there. Right. All right, something better, something lighter. What do you got? Sad news. That's all just garbage. Tinder swindler? Did you find yeah. that one? Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Sherry. <laughs> well, you don't want to talk about it? No, I do. Oh, I do. Please. The Tinder okay. swindler from from the New York Post. Well, we talked about it yesterday, right. so this one came up, and I thought it was sort of a you know holdover from yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a woman who met a boyfriend on Hinge. She said that he love-bombed her right. in the very beginning. Right. And he said things yeah, – she's – he said to her, I'll fall in love with you if you make me laugh. Oh. So they had all kinds of fun times. They had, you know, laughing and thought it was a great. He was helping a friend or a family member that had a heart condition. So mm-hmm. she thought he was very nice. Yes. Um, and he pulled up the first time in a Tesla Model 3. Uh-huh. And he told her, hey, I'm moving to Florida and I think I've met the love of my life. Would you be willing to move with me if this happens? Oh, wow. What a line. Yeah. And so they went to Florida, I guess, and she was all ready to do that. And then he started to pull back a little bit and ask her for money. First, yeah. it was, I need $5,000 for this. I need $2,000 for this. My stepfather is in the hospital. I just need an advance on this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. ended up spending $71,640 on this man, which she claims is her life savings. And that was it. And she wants to, of course, warn other women, you know, don't fall for this kind of stuff. The When the heart is yearning, the mind is weak. And the crazy story that Joe told yesterday about somebody that he knows, who, which you still are just incredulous to, the Luke Bryan, Luke Bryan, a country star, wrote this woman saying, hey, you know, you can get in touch with her and he's sending stuff back and forth to this woman. She's a 60-year-old gal. And she then starts texting him back and forth, thinking it's Luke Bryan, the country star. And then he says, I need, my bus broke down, I need $40,000. And she sent him that. She sent him all together $200,000? It was, to, I think it was 50000 to Luke Bryan and 50000 to Dustin Lynch. Okay. Well, so, Dustin yeah. needs the money more than Luke. Okay. So, right, Sherry, the nutty thing about that is then it happened to her again. Right? Yeah. Twice. So what you lose altogether? Two hundred thousand dollars. One hundred thousand total. Yeah. And it, it, and just wrapping your mind around how it could happen once is hard enough. Right. But twice. And these, you know, it, it, she's lonely. I get it. And you know, her family's all moved out. But this, 
megastar, Luke Bryan, like one of the biggest names in the music industry, is bored on tour and is DMing fans and then needs money? Yeah. Oh. You know, it's weird. They always say, oh, the guy was thinking he's using the wrong, you know, he's not thinking he's you using the, think of the wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something's doing the thinking for something else. Yes, yes, right, right. yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so in a way, the woman's her. It's her heart. Yes, right. It is her heart. It's a little further up. Yeah. From well, the base, so from the sad. waistline. What? What? It, it, well, these these people, they are really efficient con artists. So if they're posing as a celebrity, chances are, if they want some proof of this, they already have the merchandise or they have the whatever. They could send them a little token here and there. I mean, these are elaborate scams that you'd think somebody with some common sense would be able to to say this is obviously not true why would this man be interested why would he need money mm-hmm. but you know the heart wants what the heart wants well the in the story yesterday and we didn't we didn't play this audio but they were talking about how these are actually call centers and so somebody's like you know operating as the you know on a on Luke Bryan's Instagram account or his fake Instagram account and as soon as as soon as he kind of connects with somebody and they think oh this person this person's into it this person seems gullible then they pass it up to like the more experienced person in the in the in the call center and then they just like it keeps going up the chain until finally somebody's like all right here's the bank account send the money is that it yeah Oh. In terms of the, the the story that Cairo Seven had yesterday with the Nigerian right, scam, right. she lost again. Grand. Careful because we are popular in Nigeria. No, this is true. But they, but that, they, they had a scammer on a Nigerian guy who explained how the call center works and how like once once somebody you know the 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 real low fish or the real low people on the totem pole are just trying to get reactions and right. get somebody to bite back. And as soon as they got a bite, then they send yeah. it up to the more experienced. Yeah. I, I, I've had that at a timeshare in Mazatlan. Yeah, right. <laughs> Same process. We're doing that story, yeah. Sherry. We were bored. We had nothing to do because uh, Lacey had gotten so badly sunburned we couldn't do anything. So we went to nine timeshare presentations. And here's one of them. So you had the first guy trying to sell you, second guy, then the third guy comes in. This is the closer, the big guy, the guy that's like the best of the best. He goes, uh, so let me get this straight. You have no intention of buying? And I said, uh, no, no. And he goes, do you know how much it costs to put an ad in the New York Times? I said, uh, it's a quarter of a million. It's a, yeah, it's a quarter of a million. Right. Okay. Do you, do you think these eggs and these the sausage that you had for breakfast, you think that's free? I said, whoa, this is an interesting technique. You are going to get me to buy a timeshare for like $36,000 because you spent money on a New York Times ad and I ate your runny wet eggs. I'm going to now buy because you fed me a crappy breakfast. This is your this is your clothes? Yeah, I had the same experience. The la- the closer because I told the guy, no, we're not interested. We just came for the Disneyland tickets. Yeah. Just being trying to be straight honest with him. Yeah. And up to that point, they're like, it's okay, it's okay, just come, just come. We'll get you Disneyland tickets. Yeah. Then that guy comes in. He goes, you sh- so you're telling me you wasted all of our time. You came here for nothing. Like shaming you. Yes. Shaming you into giving him eighty thousand dollars. I don't have eighty thousand dollars. You should call that woman that got swindled. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right She'll help you out. Why don't you make a, a like a call center? And yeah. We can all help you. The, the other part of it was we sat with the one guy. Uh, this is when Rye and Charlie were sitting there. Charlie's 16, and the, the guy comes in. He's an English actor. He's the third guy in. And he goes, so let me just get this straight. You enjoy enjoy, you enjoy taking vacations with your children, Ch- Charlie. What 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 is your plan? You know, after after high school, what do you, what do you think you might want to do, Charlie? <laughs> And she goes, uh, of course, she's looking at her phone the whole time. Uh, yeah. I, and this is not acting. This is her. 16. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be like a brain surgeon. Like 
a brain surgeon. <laughs> yeah. Not a neurologist. Uh, yeah, like a brain surgeon. And Rye laughed. And the guy goes, oh, Rye, Rye, do you think this is funny? Are you laughing at what I do for a living? Rye's like, no, I'm laughing at my sister thinking she's going to be a brain surgeon. No, you're laughing at me. You're laughing at me. And I was like, what the, what is this? And we yeah. couldn't, couldn't get out of there because yeah. we wanted our Mexican blanket and our tickets yeah. on the uh, glass bottom boat. Sherry. Oh, what? Nothing, just secret <laughs> pictures. Well, oh, okay. Well, I, I, maybe Charlie meant she wanted to be a hairdresser. <laughs> yeah. That's near the brain. Sure. <laughs> I start to cut your hair from the inside of your skull. It's very different. A lot of what? body that way. Yes. Yeah, Andrew, I'm sorry. Andrew, sorry. Did you say something? No. Let's go to Nate. Huh? What? Oh, sorry. Uh, Jacob's here, too. Wow, the whole gang. Here we go. The John Curley, Sherry Ellicker Show. You coming along. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget, you can write to us at uh, Minor... Does anybody even write to us at MyNorthwest.com? I have no... I've never... Screw that! I don't know where to check it. Yeah. Andrew... That's not a, right. Nobody does that. We laugh at it. Technically, they can. I just yeah, like yeah, yeah, just, yeah, it yeah. shows up somewhere. Oh. Don't forget to write to us at where, where do we where are we working? Eighteen twenty. Eighteen twenty East Lake Avenue. <laughs> Guards and letters. No, uh, Makoshu Casino Resort text line because they pay for this. Yeah, yeah. One triple eight nine seven three five four seven six. All welcome. Come on in. That's the best way to get on in here. All right. Speaking of getting on in here. Should be nicer to him. He's no longer with us, right? I know. And it didn't get publicized very much because it happened a day after the Vegas shooting, the mass shooting. Is that what you're here to talk about? The passing of Tom Petty overlooked by the world? (laughs) It was a travesty. The man deserved better. When Prince died, people mourned for like months. Didn't somebody cry here? I went around. I don't know. There's somebody crying on that one. Prince or Tom Petty? Uh, uh, Huh? (laughs) They cried over Prince or Tom Petty? Uh, uh, Prince. Uh, All right. Kate Stone, uh, I had just talked to somebody who's close to all of these initiatives, and he's told all passing, all going. And you went, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. The initiatives have been certified. Right. As in, they can qualify for the November ballot. But okay. Before they do that, they go to the legislature. Uh-huh. The legislature either decides, we are not going to hear this at all. We're just going to ignore it, in which case it goes to the ballot. Or the legislature has the option to propose their own alternative to it. Right. And change things around, or they have the option to pass it as is. Mm -hmm. This has been a big topic of contention ever since the legislature started, and there's been a lot of questions about whether any of these initiatives will see the light of day. Mm -hmm. The state constitution says that they should be a priority. Wait, 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 we've got a constitution? Sure do. Doesn't it also say in the constitution that when they begin, uh, the first thing they must do is address the initiatives? Well, there's appropriations bills that can go before it. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, the language is a little bit vague. Technically, taking no action could be considered taking action. It's it's a little bit nuanced. But essentially, we just got the announcement today, this afternoon, right before I came in here, that there will be public hearings on three of the six initiatives, which is new information. And they will have public hearings for both the Senate and the House, which is something we had not heard before. Ah. 
And the three initiatives are police pursuits, mm-hmm. state income tax. Okay, let me. I can't find it, so I'll just do it. Instead. Start again. First one is what? Police pursuits. <laughs> state income tax. And parental rights, essentially giving parents the right to look through their child's school records, including medical records, if they're being treated for anything medically at school. Oh, okay. Right. All right. So those three will Mm -hmm. be getting hearings. Those will be happening on February 27th and 28th. Okay. So about a week before the legislature is scheduled to end. We don't know exactly what times they said they're working on that. Now, the three that will not be heard are the repeal to the Climate Commitment Act. Mm-hmm. That. The <laughs> repeal to the capital gains tax. Uh-huh. And the... Oh, shoot. I just had it. So Where is it? We'll make another sound. Oh, the long t- the option to opt out of the long-term care tax ah, program, or okay. the long-term care retirement program, which would essentially end the program. Mm-hmm. So supporters of the long-term care tax retirement program say that essentially seniors would be spending themselves into poverty. However, detractors of that say there's a lifetime cap of, a, I believe it's 30, around $30,000, 36000 yes. which they argue won't pay for long-term care for very long. Right. So if I'm living here and then all of a sudden I decide I want to leave, yes. I, the money stays. Yeah. 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 But it's the government coming in and taking care of us. Up well, to $36,000. That's what supporters say. Got it. Yes. Okay. And then the Climate Commitment Act, obviously that one's been very contentious. Democrats say it is now, for better or worse, tied to our transportation budget. We can't just extract it because no. it is embedded within the transportation budget. Republicans say we can find that money somewhere else. There or, are or, or other c- options. idea. Color me crazy, Sherry. I'm ready. You could cut. Expenses, rather than looking for more revenue. By the way, if people might not know, it's not the climate. What they call it, the climate something rather. Climate right? commitment. Yeah, act. it's called the gas tax act, which is the forty six cents for the pennies. Well, we already have a gas tax. No, nah, but this is the additional. This is the additional pennies that add up to about well, forty eight. Let's go. Penny. Washington calls it a hidden gas tax, but it, it is technically it's not a tax necessarily. What would you describe it as? Well, Washington. Taxpayers are not paying it directly, but the argument is because fuel suppliers have to pay more for these carbon credits in order to comply with the climate laws, Mm -hmm. they're passing on costs to consumers. Right. So not technically a direct tax, but that's why the group Let's Go Washington says it is a hidden tax. I went down the street and I got a jambon fromage. I'm sorry, I think in French and then I have to translate. Uh, Jambon fromage, uh, ham and cheese. And when I bought it, they- Je ne sais quoi. I don't know what that means. I but don't know. I um they they put a tax on it. So I had to pay I paid an extra couple of bucks for that sandwich. So in effect they I paid the tax that way. So in this you pay the tax on the gas tax, right? Federal, state. Yes. Right? So this but is an addition also, to a right, gas. Right, cuz the, yeah. the the folks that produce the stuff said, "Well, why should we pay it? We'll just give it to the customers." So the customers have seen the uh, highest tax uh, on gas or cost of gas. That is the argument. All right. But the supporters of the Climate Commitment Act say if we don't keep it, we're going to lose things like funding for ferries, which obviously are in pretty dire straits at the mm-hmm. moment. And they say this is just going to be a step back. We're going to have to find all these hundreds of millions of dollars again. And we don't have that time no. to figure out a new plan. No. So we got to go with this plan, sure. like it or not. Sure. Absolutely. But 
with those not getting hearings, they will definitely go on the ballot, which means voters will end up deciding this, not lawmakers. All right. But, Kate, what, what, if there is a hearing, that doesn't really decide anything, right? No. It just gets a chance for people to be able to talk about Correct. why they are for or against it. Right. And they have the option to suggest their own version. And if they suggest their own version, then both versions, the initiative and the lawmaker version, go on the ballot. So voters can choose between them, whichever one they like better. Ooh. Well, there's a new wrinkle. That's confusing. No, wait. Hold on. So it would say, you know. It's a choose your own adventure. Yeah. But sometimes you get those initiatives and they're like, a no vote would be a yes for the continuation of, you know, and you're like, wait a minute. Then you got to draw stick figures. You're like, there's a stick figure getting bent over by the government. And then you got that. And then like (laughs) money coming out of his pocket going into a gas can or something like that. Sort of figuring it all out. A no vote would continue to allow the blah, 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 and the raping and pillaging of the taxpayer, that sort of thing. So, wow, that is interesting. So they might end up having one on there and another one on there. Yes. Oh. Yeah. And that, that could happen. Hmm? Who gets to write what is on the ballot? Who gets to write the language of that? Well, let's go. Washington wrote the initiatives, which they they can do. And obviously they had some help from policy experts, but they wrote the initiatives. Lawmakers would draft the the alternatives if they choose to do that. And then they would kind of hash it out, obviously, between themselves uh, but if they choose to vote on the actual initiative, they can't change it. They can't make any changes. They have to either pass it or move on. Mm. Will we consider it will, this? it will be a huge political fight uh, oh, yeah. in November, mm. or, uh, leading up to November, for sure. Now the question is, for the people that would like to keep more of their money, the people that would like to actually parent their own children, for all the other stuff that goes into it, the next thing is going to be, you're going to be asked to kick in some money. For the ferries and for the bridges. No, 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 Brian the Hayward and the Go Washington oh. people, because Brian's already spent $6 million. If you want to run these commercials and run the rest of the stuff that's going to be running during that time, Somebody's got to start raising some money for it. And somebody's got to find money for the ferries, too. So the question is, are people willing to pay, you know, kind of through a pathway to that or, or you know, keep their own money and figure out something else, which is what Republicans want? When she was an American girl. talking about you. Pride and joy. Go Huskies. I, I, I'm a non-political. I don't take sides. It's I don't college. take sides. It's a college. Cheer. You're a youth. You're a youth. That's true. All right. Yeah. You're in Utah. All right. Former Mormon? I can't remember. What's the history? No. Okay. Wow. Didn't have to put the laughter at the end of voice. Just lost all of our Mormons. <laughs> Friday. Don't forget the know-it-all quiz coming up. But we've already got a contestant, Sherry. Guy lives in Thailand. Hmm. This is Thailand Tom. Thailand Doug. Not to be confused with Thailand Scott. People listening in Thailand. Wow, that's Satine. He might even be in Cambodia today. I'm not sure. Okay, wow. All right, we'll have to be tracking him to find out. Uh, Let's see. uh, Did you know that Teenie's in the freezer? No. That's, um... Who found her in the freezer? Andrew? Yeah. You found her in the freezer? I did, yeah. I saw her in there. I was getting some ice for my drink. I saw her in there. Why is she in the freezer? I don't know. That's a shame. We'll have to figure that out. This is a... Okay. The funeral home, Sherry. 
The um, we, what are you looking at me like that for? Well, you know, there is a camera in that room. If you wanted to find out who put her there, I mean, I think that's sort of an important detail. She didn't she didn't roll in there on her own. Can we, Andrew? Can we? Do we have access to that? Let's get this story. We do. Yeah, yeah. We do. Ohio yeah. funeral. Uh, Ohio. No, don't. Because Andrew's working the board. Ohio funeral home will preserve tattoos. Sherry, I know that you love this story. What do you, Andrew, don't. I, Andrew, seriously, just stick with the board. We'll, we're going to. Somebody put teeny in the fridge. Well, Sherry, this. Uh, it they when you die, people spend a lot of money on these tattoos. Then you die. They this funeral home will take the tattoo, remove it from the corpse, the 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 pad, the well here. Save my tattoo when I die. That was Matthew Burleson's final request to his sister Cindy. One night he asked me, he said, "I want one of my tattoos saved." Like, okay. So she. I like the fact she's imitating her dying brother <laughs> with a drunk voice. That's well, she's nice. a she's huh? in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. She's in Wisconsin. Okay, hang on. Is it? I want one of my tattoos saved. She's doing like an. That's the imita- <laughs> That's the voice you do for all crazy uh, guys, Sherry. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. So she reached okay. out to save my ink forever, a Northeast Ohio-based company stationed out of a funeral home in Northfield. Kyle Sherwood, the chief operating officer, says. We'll say. You know, I can't imagine the funeral home or funeral director giving me back an urn and saying, this is my son. Whereas with the <laughs> tattoo, I have an actual piece of them. And I saw that tattoo every day and I feel like they're home. Depending on where the tattoo was, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and his father, Michael Sherwood, had already offered creative memorial options like solidified cremains as decorative stones. Oof. But then a friend told him he wanted his tattoo preserved after he died. And they took up the challenge. They needed practice. So they worked with tummy tuck patients to pay. OK, OK. I know that they did <laughs> was they paid people. If you were going to get a tummy tuck, they paid for you to get a tattoo and they knew that skin would be discarded. So they practiced <laughs> on what to do with that. And the, the business looks really legit. It's just that the tattoos are put on this flesh colored plate. So it really looks like skin. And then they frame it for yeah. you. They frame it. Yes. I think this is cool. Ugh. They, so quick vote. <laughs> Cool? Not cool. Andrew? Not cool. Oh, come on. Nora? Cool. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. Sherry? I'm, I'm got to go not, not cool. All right. They've been doing this in Japan for centuries. Okay, you know what? Don't act like it's going around for <laughs> a long saying. time. This no, is the it just only made one it to in Wisconsin. Yeah. All right.